Hey, hey guys. Everybody came in one car again. Hey, Paul. Carpools are efficient, except for Elvis, who's never ready. No, but Mason, it is totally worth it, though. Elvis brought a lava lamp. Well, you just ruined the surprise. Why? Okay, Paul. So imagine that you're GMing, and then something magical happens. You want to set the mood, but it's hard because Lowry is complaining that his toes are cold. That's why, ta-da, you plug in the lava lamp. And Elvis, you associate lava lamps with magic? See, I associate it with stoners in the 1970s. It's hypnotic mood lighting. You don't have to do drugs to appreciate the mood. Considering magic is usually a fireball, I would think that fireworks set more of an appropriate mood. Well, we're not doing D&D anymore, so there's no fireball. We don't cast fireball. I know that, Paul, but every system has a fireball. No, it doesn't. I mean, I'm, I'm half tempted to say that it's some kind of proprietary copyright I mean, thing. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I don't know what we're playing today, but if there's magic, there is a fireball spell. Well, we're going to do an ad-lib game today, set in fantasy, but turn of the century, where magic provides power for trains and automobiles. All of you guys are orichalcum miners, you don't know how to cast magic, and the fine particles released by the rock cutting will eventually destroy your lungs. But there is magic, though, so somebody somewhere casts a fireball. No, there's no fireball spell. Spirits live among you, and magic can be harnessed into a sort of energy, but there's no fireballs. There's no tensor's floating disc, no Tasha's hideous laughter, just classic, inexplicable magic. That we have somehow turned into energy... And also, there's the magic of popcorn lung. And there's always friendship. Not us, probably, but there's a group of friends somewhere in the world who can believe in each other. And the spirits who can tap into the magic can cast a fireball. No, they don't cast fireball, they do spirit magic. Well, have we ever hit a methane gas pocket in the mind? Because that explodes into fireball. But not a magical fireball spell. Well, what is magic but the extension of the natural world, Paul? What is a natural gas explosion in a cave full of magical metal but a fireball cast by the natural world in a magical environment. Fine, Elvis. Okay, yes, definitionally there is a fireball. There is such a thing as fire and fireballs, but it's not an evocation spell that people cast by waving their hands around. Everybody sit down, think about mining up magical metals. It's backbreaking labor. You live in a company camp just outside of town, and every third Wednesday you get a paycheck. It's not much, but the company provides three meals a day and a cabin full of bunk beds. Are there any good meals? No, Mason, they're cheap and kind of flavorless. Man, I hate lunchtime. Pour a shot of whiskey in my water glass. Lowry likes to drink with his lunch. Actually, pour a little over the stale bread and in what they say is the stew. It adds a little flavor. Do you guys want in on this? Yeah, I'll take a little bit of that. Mining and drinking, what could go wrong? Elvis, you? No, hard liquor makes my stomach hurt. I'd be cool with the pina colada, though. Elvis, does it look like I have pineapples and coconuts in my bag? I don't know, do you? <sighs> Pull out a pineapple, a coconut, some crushed ice, and a blender from my backpack. The things I go through for you, Elvis. The mess hall goes awkwardly silent for a while as you run a blender. What? I don't have enough pineapple for everyone. Get your own. God. Here, Elvis, I'm burning bridges on this. People are willing to pay good money for fresh pineapple, but you're getting it for free. You're a good friend, Lowry. I'm glad we work in the mines together. I don't suppose you have any oregano for, like, the stew? I don't have oregano, Mason. I spend all of my money on pineapples and coconuts. How am I supposed to get oregano? He's fine. I just thought we could do something for the meal besides drink alcohol for once. We have talked about this time and time again. If I wanted to be sober enough to appreciate gourmet cooking, I'd have been born rich. And then I'd still be drunk. Fine. Next time we go to the market, I'll buy the oregano. But don't come crying to me when you realize how much better your meal could be with a little spice. I won't. I'll be drunk. The entire mess hall is staring at you guys. Shove off! Eat your dang lunches without your pina coladas, Philistines. Everyone gradually turns back to their crappy lunches. We're too good for this mine. 
We gotta get a better career. You keep saying that, but you keep shooting down all my ideas for a new job. Because you... Your ideas are stupid. You don't even... What is a snorkel tuba, Elvis? What were we supposed to do with that idea? I, I, I don't know. You see, you see, you don't even remember it was so dumb. No, it's because it, it's because you purposefully misunderstood what I was proposing. You keep disparaging my idea by calling it the snorkel tuba, but I'm going to revolutionize the world. You'll never get the marketing, Elvis. You can have a great idea, but if you can't reach your market, you'll never see a penny. Give up on your dreams. Drink your pina colada. No! Spill my pina colada on the ground. I still believe! You inconsiderate bag of horse dung. I spend all my wages on pineapples. I would have drunk that, Elvis. If you guys would just support my idea, I'd buy more pineapples than we'd know what to do with. We couldn't see for pineapples and coconuts, but you don't want pina coladas for the future. You just want to drink them now. Elvis, I don't think you understand investing. If we can get a pina colada now, then over time it matures and becomes more pina colada in the future. I don't think that's how pina colada works. Well, you wouldn't know. You don't even know how to properly drink yours. I don't... I don't even... Okay, get down and drink the pina colada off the floor. You're supposed to drink it out of a glass, idiot. You're supposed to drink it with an umbrella. I have an umbrella right down here, see? You see the umbrella? Everyone in the mess hall is now trying not to look at you guys. Make direct eye contact with someone. They look away. Stare a laser through their head. They eventually pack up their lunch and awkwardly leave. That's right, you better run. Listen, guys, all I'm saying is, if we save up enough money for the tuba snorkel, then in about 20 years, if we're lucky, we'll be self-made men who own yachts and yacht clubs, and we can hire people to make cakes for us in the shape of yachts. Well, when do we get paid? This Wednesday? I got plans for my pay this week. Housing and food is covered. Lowry's buying the pineapples. What do you need to spend it on? Well, for one, oregano, because I'm not a barbarian. And two, I'm going to the whorehouse. But Mason... Those women are Jezebels. Okay, that's rude. And I think maybe racist. You can't refer to their people that way, Elvis. It's how my grandma refers to them. Well, your grandmother is from a different time. And she's got the wrong perspective on people. I bet if you went with us, the people of the fleshy services would be willing to hear an investment pitch for the tuba snorkel. Wait, Lowry, you go there too? I don't go for the women. I go for the thrill of gambling. Gambling how? Well, you know how you usually don't win at gambling, and at the end of the night you have nothing to show for it? It's the same thing, except a little bit more private. But you would never win anything by just giving money to the flesh service people. It's not about the winning. It's about the emotional roller coaster. Look, Elvis, if you try to sell them the snorkel tuba and they don't buy it, it's a sign it wasn't meant to be. Okay, but if they say it's a good idea, you'll go in this with me? Mm. They tend to be pretty receptive when it comes to customers. Yeah, we'll see what they say. You know, if they like it, maybe we'll elevate the pitch one level, like to the bartender. All right, fine. But you guys better help me out with the bartender. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So, okay, is there anything that you guys wanted to do before payday and you head down to the location where all the flesh people live? Paul, I feel like we can do better than flesh people. It's not politically correct enough. Do you do anything or not, Mason? I don't know. Do you guys want to do anything? The only fun thing I can imagine while mining is one of us dies, so nothing productive. I got nothing. I don't even know what the tuba snorkel is. Like, is it a snorkel that's a big tuba? Or is it something you use on a tuba? I don't know. Well, your character certainly seems to know, so good luck with that. Anyway, Wednesday rolls around, then you guys hit the town. Alright, put on my best clothes, which are also my only clothes. Bring my sunglasses. I don't want him reading my eyes for the tells. Not a single prostitute has called your bluff yet. I am a cool cucumber. Bring my prototype of the tuba snorkel. Whatever it is. Alright, 
Elvis, is it pocket-sized or carried under your arm? Uh, uh, it's really hard to carry. Hey, Mason, can you help me with this? This thing is huge. Yeah, and people are going to think I'm associated with it. Well, when it revolutionizes the world, you won't be embarrassed then. All right, fine. But if they tell you to check it at the door, I'm not going to guard it, okay? Why would they not let me bring in such a useful invention? You get to the door and the doorman goes, Hold up, what's that thing? This, sir, is the tuba snorkel. A revolutionary piece of technology that will change your life. That's not meant for the girls, is it? Well, not per se. It's kind of meant for everyone. I was hoping to get their opinions on whether or not it's a good thing to sink my life savings into. Well, it's way too big. You can't bring it in. What? Where is everyone's vision? You're laughing at me today, but what if tomorrow you're crying because you missed out on the tuba snorkel? You could be a ground floor investor. What does it even do, man? Well, that's the beauty. What doesn't it do? I mean, what doesn't it do? It's such a useful device, but this is just a prototype. The production model is going to be a lot more compact. All right, all right, all right, fine. I'll let you take it in, but we're going to charge it like it's an extra head. So cover fee and hourly rates are double. Well, well, you know what? I will pay your exorbitant fees because within 20 years, I'll barely understand the value of money. Because I'll have so much of it because this invention is just that useful. Yeah, whatever, move along. Find a table, make sure no one trips over that thing. All right, go on in and shove the tuba snorkel under the table. See, I told you that thing was ridiculous. Now everyone thinks we're idiots. We came to an agreement with him. Life is going to be full of these little challenges. That's business. That's the business world. Guys, shut up. The next business is coming out and I'm feeling lucky. Yeah, uh, music starts and a woman walks out. Oh my god. She's beautiful. It's the largest woman you've ever seen. She's so big. I didn't think people could get that big. Calm down, Elvis. Yeah, shut up. The only thing big here is how big I'm about to win. Throw money at her. Ah, oh, heck, no payout. Ah, oh, well, the night's young. I'll keep going till I'm up again. How long does she dance? The dance ends. No, 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 send her back out. I want to show her my tuba snorkel. The guy who comes out to introduce the woman says, uh, Sir, you can show her your tuba snorkel in a private event. Just go to that table over there and make a request. Okay, I go to the table. How much is it to see that big lady, and also I bring this? Lift up the tuba snorkel. I'll pay anything. The guy looks at you for a second and goes, Uh, how much you got? Empty out my pockets. All of this, just take all of this, everything. He squints at the cash and goes, Uh, well, I guess that'll get you 20 minutes. That's plenty, right? Wait, do you know of anyone who's bigger? No, no, don't answer that. My heart is true. Sign me up. When do I come back? We'll just go up those stairs right now, man. Lug the tube snorkel up the stairs. Wait, man, you gotta leave that thing down here in the corner. No, you don't understand. This is the tuba snorkel. The future of modern living. I have to show it to that enormous lady. Oh, what even is it? I can't let you take that up there. The doorman said it was fine if I paid double. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said I could pay double and keep the tuba snorkel. All right, if he said that, then you have ten minutes. I need less than that, sir. I am about to change this woman's definition of ten minutes. Okay. Uh, most guys don't brag about that, but sh she'll like the double pay for half the time, so... I go up the stairs. You come to an open door and find the world's largest woman laying across the bed like a seductive sack of potatoes. Ma'am, have I got something truly amazing to show you. I bet you do, baby. I bet she's heard that before. All right, I waste my entire ten minutes talking about the tuba snorkel. She appears as enraptured as she possibly can be with every word, and she does her best to ask questions and keep you talking. Wow. And she's so nice, too. Larry and Mason, what are you guys doing with this time? Come on, no whammies, no whammies. 
Stop. Ha! Throw more cash. Mason, I'm running out of money. Can I borrow some scratch? No way, man. I swear one of these girls is going to pay out eventually, and I'm going to make double what I lost. You sound as bad as Elvis. Look, I'm going to go hang out with one of the girls for a while. Don't go to payday loans this time. Don't tell me how to live. I can feel a hot streak coming on. You can't lose this many times in a row and keep losing. All right, fine. I don't know where you find the money for pineapples. I don't pay for those. I thought you explicitly complained that you did. Don't listen to what I say. Go spend time with your girl. When you come back here, I'm going to be on top. You just wait. Fine. See you in like 15. Walk up to the desk. Hey, Phil, is Christine busy tonight? I got an opening, Mason. Usual 15. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I get something for the lady on the way up? Sure, here you go. He hands you a menu. Hey, wait a minute. Did your prices go up? What do you mean? Your cheapest champagne is double cost now. What are you doing, Phil? Everybody buys the cheap stuff, and now we're short on it. Well, I'm not going to pay this much for your worst champagne. Well, you're not obligated to pay for it, Mason. All right. Now, you and I both know that Christine is a very discriminating woman with a keen eye and a discerning taste for things that go in her mouth. (laughs) I mean, if you think so, man. I know she is, and I can't go up there empty-handed. Look, Mason, you're a good customer. So between you and me, it's all kind of a scam, really. I mean, look at this. I'm selling a box of chocolates for twice what they're worth. I know. I'm not stupid. It's like a gratuity, and she also gets chocolates. Actually, that looks in my price range. Can I get a box of those? Yeah, you got it. All right, thanks, Phil. I'll see you in 15. All right, you go upstairs and you find your girl. Hey, Christine. Guess what I got? Oh, hey, Mason. A box of chocolates you shouldn't have. What, no champagne this time? She takes the chocolates from you. Oh, that cheap old stuff? (laughs) Nah, I thought you deserved better. Oh, it wasn't because prices went up, was it? Oh, uh, did they? I didn't even look at it. I mean, I've been thinking for a while, you know, like, cheap champagne's not that great. Chocolate, though. You notice her eyes are kind of starting to puff up. Oh, uh, hey, Christine, are you feeling okay? Now that you mention it, I do feel kind of itchy. Actually, I, I don't really feel that good. You're not allergic to chocolate, are you? No, no. <laughs> okay, because cause this seems kind of like an allergy. Were there peanuts in there? I mean, were there peanuts in the chocolates, Paul? Yeah, it's they're like packed to the brim with peanuts. You can see them bulging out. Yeah, tons of peanuts. I mean, can you not see them? They're in the chocolate. There's so many. How would you not notice them? <gasps> she collapses. Oh, God. Christine? Christine? Oh, oh, no. Oh, uh, oh, is she not breathing, Paul? She is not. Okay, okay. Uh, well, this is kind of my fault. I mean, not really my fault. I, I didn't know about the peanut butter allergy, but it's, like, it's not going to look like I killed her, right? Well, uh, thing is, you're checking her out, and it looks like the client before her might have been into rough choking. She's got the marks on her neck. Oh, oh, they're going to think it was me. Uh, run to the top of the stairs and try to get Larry's attention. Larry! I'm sobbing. All my money is gone. I'm broke again. Larry! What? I need you to come up here. Fine. I just walk up there like I own the place, Paul. Don't make it look weird. All right, nobody stops you. You're confident enough. What do you want, Mason? Can't you see I'm grieving my lost money? I should have just bet on Elvis's stupid invention. I would have lost just as bad, but at least then Elvis would be happy. You already invest too much into him. In more ways than one. And now I need you to invest into me. Take Larry to the room and show him the girl. Am I supposed to be proud of you, or... No! Why would you be proud? She's dead! Well, is that normal for this type of thing? 
It isn't. I mean, not from, like, not from my perspective. Well, then why did you do this? You know we can't be friends if you go to prison. I won't do long-distance relationships. I didn't do it. She ate a peanut, like a ton of peanuts, and then she choked to death. Do you think the cops will think I did it? I mean, I think you did it. And if they ask me, I'll tell them what I think. That's a pretty severe character testimony coming from a friend. Well, you gotta help me get her out of here so nobody sees. All right, hang on. I go in and knock on Elvis's door. Uh, hello? Elvis, can you come here for a second? Uh, well, I'm showing Miss Jessica the tuba snorkel. It's at a really crucial point of the presentation. I'm getting to the modular attachments. All right, take your time. Okay, just 30 more seconds. Shut the door. What's Elvis gonna do? Well, we need a lookout. All right. All right, okay, good thinking. Okay, I'm ready. Thanks for waiting, guys. No problem. So can you just wait outside this door? Me and Mason have to do something. Okay. Uh, don't do anything gross, please. Well, okay. All right, what do we do? Paul, is there a window in this room? Yeah, there's one higher up on the wall. Okay, Mason, you're gonna help me throw the body out the window. Then we'll take it out of town and bury it in the woods. No one will ever know. Okay, man. If you think that's best... Well, what would be best is you not killing this lady, but one step at a time. I told you I didn't kill her! I mean, these were clearly peanuts! Phil should have known about the peanuts! Christine should have known about the peanuts! It is not my job to know about the peanuts! Well, you have a different job now. You grab her shoulders, I'll grab her legs. Alright. Sorry, Christine. About the peanuts. And... and this? And also that last time I was here when I drank all the champagne myself and I fell asleep? I know you said it was fine, but I still felt really bad about it. Okay. Okay, one, two, three, and hop, you toss that body out the window. Okay, Lowry, take Elvis, hide that body so no one stumbles across it, and, and then meet me around back in a little while. I'm gonna hang out, you know, to avoid suspicion. Alright, come on, Elvis. What were you guys doing in there? Oh, uh, you know, stuff. I think Miss Jessica's really gonna buy a tuba snorkel. She asked a lot of good questions about it. I am feeling really confident about the future. Okay, uh, we actually just dived into this before I was ready and I didn't get any beverages or anything. So give me a second to grab some soda. I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> 